bet that works. I don't know why, man. It's been a minute since we've streamed, but together. Yeah, but my OBS always be telling me that like something is not updated, and it is updated. I don't know what. Mine, mine I don't does know. that too, so I really? think it's just like a software thing. Yeah. What the heck? All right. All right. Watch now. Here we are. There we are. And all right. What up, y'all? Um, we're gonna give it a minute, as we always do. Wait for a couple people to uh get up in here. You know, I also give me some time to go ahead and change the stream name. And for Cody to tweet to tune in. Because I always do it right before the stream. So that works. Okay, there we go. Um, Cody, we're gonna make a real life decision right now. Do you wanna we should probably cover Noah Moss first. I'd rather cover Noah Moss first. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Noah has been waiting. Okay, first off, I just want to give a shout out to slash apology to Jarvis and Noah. Yeah. They asked us his seventh grade year to break down his film. And like, I got to be honest, I didn't really know how I wanted to approach that or, you know, what what exactly our, our mold was with that. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what the delay is for. And then he decided to go absolutely bonkers his eighth grade year. And, uh, you know, I, I think that that makes it a little bit more worth the wait. And uh, also in our messages, we have some film from his seventh grade year as well, Simon. I don't know if we want to look at that before his huddle, but there's like two different things we can kind of look at. He has seventh uh, grade film on his huddle. Okay, perfect. Sixth and so, seventh grade. So we could, um, how about we watch the eighth grade one, then we could uh, look back at the sixth and seventh grade one if we really want to. Yeah, that's fine. Bet. Um, but yeah, no, um, Noah Moss, I, well here, first off, man, shout out to Noah Moss, Brady Vodka, the Moss family, the Vodka family, uh, Cherry Creek as a whole, we appreciate y'all's support, like, oh my lord, it really means a lot, I'm getting a little emotional here, um, and it's because of the conversation we had before this, Cody, but, uh, we really appreciate the support, you know, y'all have been rocking with us for a very long time, you know, we've basically known about Noah Moss and Brady, uh, for, like, roughly two years, like, a very rough basically since two we years. started the, the pod, honestly. Yeah, Brady was one of our first supporters, shout out to my, to our guy there, and then, uh, I know, uh, Jarvis, he reached out to us, as well, real nice guy, you know, our guy Mason, he went to his camps, uh, Jarvis's camps, when he was a kid, right, Cody? I, at least that's what Mason told me. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not, I'm not, not back telling you a lie here. Days. Yeah, back in his, uh, NFL days. So, we really appreciate that, but man, do we have some great players here, and they're going to high school, finally, so, so it's, it's gonna be dope. But uh, you know what? Let's just kind of go ahead and get this thing started. We'll talk about Noah Moss first. So Noah Moss, he's a running back, class of 2026, uh, going into Cherry Creek High School. Played for Cherry Creek Middle School these last couple years and whatnot, obviously. Uh, bro's a stud. You know, he's a stud. Uh, he's a great football player. I know y'all see this little article right here. You know, uh, his father is Jarvis Moss. I believe he was a first-round pick for the Broncos. Yeah, Cody? Out of Florida State? Yeah, out of Florida. Florida or Florida? There's a difference between Florida and Florida it was, State. It was Florida. Okay, I'm out like, of Florida. I'm 90% sure. I think... Because, okay, back back in Go the ahead. Madden 08 days of Cody's <laughs> Tupper's life, I was like, hey, yo, Jarvis Moss, 
we're gonna get him to the all-time sack leader board. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. And uh, yeah, he was he was out of Florida. I was really hyped when we drafted him back in the day. Well, there you go. Uh, but yeah, so obviously his pops is Jarvis Moss. So yeah, you know, you have some NFL blood in there. Uh, but his pops was a defensive guy. Noah is, I mean, I'm sure you could probably play on the defensive side. I don't really doubt that. But he's he's an offensive guy, running back. You know, could catch the ball a little bit here too as well. So it's really interesting. You know, it's, it's very interesting seeing how he's developed and whatnot and seeing what kind of player he is too because he's a very finesse type of type of running back for sure i think that was very obvious and it's not just because he's kind of a smaller back i mean he's in middle school so they're all i guess smaller backs but you know he's, he's for sure a finesse guy has some really nice moves to him um and yeah and he'll be a freshman over at chair creek high school next year and so on this film breakdown we're going to talk about some things that we really like about his games uh about his game and then some things that we kind of want to see him work on slash some things that we are probably looking for if he is to get snaps on the next level now it's cherry creek high school not anybody could start just just throwing that out there i'm sure you know that uh as a listeners as a viewers but cherry creek you know they're a huge powerhouse here in the state of colorado and so it's going to be competitive right away you know i've heard some rumors as well about some running backs potentially looking to transfer in so we'll see how that works out but you know even then noah will still be a freshman next year with a lot of potential man he's a heck of an athlete out here for sure so um so yeah, Cody, do you have anything else you want to say here about Noah Moss uh, before we look at his film and and uh, just just talk about some things he could do better here and things he's great I mean, at, obviously? I mean, like like you said, that I'm pretty sure he could play on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, there's just so much that he's capable of being such a dynamic athlete and, uh, you know, one who uh, has dominated games so hard that, you know, they pull him out eventually. And that's in playoff games, too. Um, where it's like, okay, yeah, he's ran for uh, a half dozen touchdowns. I think that we can take our foot off the gas, you know, and um, he's he's really only getting started. And on top of, you know, the the access that he has as far as, you know, having a dad who played in the NFL, right? And, you know, all these resources available to him at Creek uh, as far as, you know, former NFL experience on the coaching staff and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, just the running backs they've been able to turn out um, these last few years that are very balanced backs, you know, who can catch and run really, really well. That's going to prepare him a lot uh, heading into high school in the very first place. And, uh, yeah, just uh, excited to see where, where he goes and excited to take a look at his film. Yeah, no, absolutely. Here's his Instagram if you want to give him a quick little follow here. Uh, I tried looking up his height and weight, and he had a height and weight listed on his highlights, but it was like, I definitely didn't feel updated because I feel like I stood next to him and he was not that short because it was like 5'3", five, 5'4", five, and that's definitely not right. He's a little bit bigger. You see him compared to Brady here. Uh, Brady is like 6'1", 180, and so... That kind of scales it a little bit more uh, there. So, so there you go, you know. But we'll we'll take a quick look at his film here. Let me go ahead and make this bigger, and we'll react to it, you know. Was also able to go to a couple of his games. So some of these uh, things that we are gonna say are like from things that we saw, like that might not be on his film. To be completely honest with you. Oh god. 
There we go. I'm trying this thing where, Cody, you and I are at the bottom of the screen. Hopefully it looks okay. Yeah. N- new layout just to keep us on our toes. Yeah, why not? Why not? All right. Cody, you ready? I'm at zeros. Five nine hundred fifty seven as of yesterday. Hey, is that okay. Noah himself? There we go. Welcome to the stream. There we go. There we go. I was about to say there ain't no way he's definitely taller than me, <laughs> you know, and he's probably grown since I've last seen him. So okay, that's <laughs> well, Simon, pretty good. No disrespect, but that's not a that's not saying a whole lot. Well, no, I know, but when I evaluate running backs, I usually look at and see if they're taller than me, and if they are. They usually pass the eye test. I'm just <laughs> gonna be, be okay. Is what he is what he's saying. Um, <laughs> you're just on the um, eighth grade highlights. Thumb. Yeah, it says some. Mm-hmm. Right. Let okay, me go look back up. at some of these. Are right, you ready? Let me drag this over here so it looks like I'm looking at the audience and the soul here. I won't do that. And uh, <laughs> uh, all right, just three, two, one. Um, look at the big one here. Oh my gosh, his cuts are so. This acceleration right here. Yeah. And he's gonna beat him out. Is this the other Cherry that... Creek squad? I'm trying to remember, because I know they had a couple. That defensive back doesn't even take a bad angle to the ball. Is the no. messed up part. Nice good vision. Job. Good Ooh! cut. Good cut back inside. See, and that's stuff that you like to see heading into high school because, I mean, running, mm-hmm. young running backs especially, one of their biggest problems is just always eyeing that sideline. Cutting But outside. seeing him cut it back into the field and across the field, oh, my gosh, incredible vision. And this is against a good Hawks team on this specific play. Dude. Oh, yeah, they played him twice, and the second time was in the championship. Yeah. There are a lot of good blocks on this play, but oh, hey, this is Riken Banks right here, and that dude is a stud. That's no disrespect to Riken. We'll get to his film breakdown soon here, but that kid is a stud. It's just saying that Noah's acceleration is, you know, amongst the best for his age group. You know, nice stiff arm there, too. Oh, I mean, he obviously has good blocks. Obviously, Cherry Creek has talent. That's that's always going to be there. You know, and so when you evaluate, you kind of just got to keep that in mind and look at the little things here. Just don't give him the Emmett Smith treatment here. Oh, man. Finishing these runs, too. Once he hits the that way, outside. And the way that he can go in and out, in and out here. This is from the end zone. You saw this one live. Me and Mason yeah. saw this one live. Oh, my God. Oh, 99 my. speed down the sideline. Look at this lineman that's trying his best over here. Shout out look to at him. Coach, look at Coach keeping up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you want to okay. – we could play some of his uh, some of his other highlights here as well. Just like the 6th and 7th grade. Sure, yeah. Well, I mean, he has a handful of stuff on the playoffs. We've seen, so we've seen his 6th and 7th grade highlight reel already. You know, and so going into this year, we kind of knew what to expect. You know, we knew he was a shifty running back. Um, you know, we knew he had relatively good hands. There's also some Dang. vids on his uh, Instagram that I also want us to watch as well. Yeah, we could take a look through oh, that Oh, did you as already well. start playing this? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Sorry. Bruh, I paused for your ad, but you didn't wait for me. Where are you at? Zero twenty-four. 24 
24 seconds. Oh, that should well, be with obvious. the blue with the blue shirt here yeah, right in yeah. front of us. Okay, cool, cool. All right, All right. Uh, three, two, one, flight. Hold up, where are you at, bro? I'm at 33. I accidentally clicked play because I thought oh you were there. My. Here, go back to 24. Go back to 24. Oh, oh my god, bro. Looking like a bunch of bums. All right, ready? Okay, three, two, one, click. I need the three, two, one, Simon. It's my greatest weakness. Oh, I know. <laughs> here, I'm going to start filling out some grades here for Noah. So, as well. when it comes to, or do you want to explain the rubric or do you want me to? Uh, I can go ahead and do that. Do it. So, you know, I always want to put out there that the way that we assess middle school and high school or even college talent is going to be different, you know, um, because you're just asked to do different things. You know, the schemes are simplified, to say the least. And uh, there's just a little bit less to kind of, you know, look at slash, you know, there's a wider range of talent in the sense that like, you know, these aren't cut teams on the middle school level and everyone is like, I'm pretty sure supposed to play like a pretty similar amount of time uh, for some of these squads here. Like, you know, if they're a Rappo youth league and stuff like that. So that's something that we kind of keep in mind and judge and kind of, you know, consider while looking at their stats. So, you know, if Noah Moss gets like a nine on speed. It's not cause he's, you know, like the fastest running back in the state of Colorado. It's how he's looked on the middle school level. And then we also try and accommodate slash consider how some of these skills may translate to the high school level. And so, you know, when we're doing this, we're more going to be looking at when will Noah start slash maybe get touches and kind of what the outlook may be. And, you know, when we're recommending areas of improvement, we're saying, hey, if you do this, you'll get on the field faster or you'll get more touches. Is that a pretty good low down there, Simon? Sorry about that. I was drinking my uh, my drink there. Um, yeah, I, or wait, are we still going to do rubrics and whatnot, like with the 10 uh, subjects? So then... Oh, you want me to... Oh, yeah. <laughs> my pet. Um, I mean, we... It, okay, here, I, I got you, I got you. I, so, was, I was lost in the sauce of explaining context because that seems to be something that comes <laughs> up when we look at middle school versus high school players and stuff. It's no, just you're establishing, good. you know, that that is going to look different. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, also, I think it's really cool that Noah's wearing, a, I think this is his dad's number at 94, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, that's nice. But uh, anyway, so yeah, no, obviously we're doing that. Uh, we do have a rubric we're working, we, well, not working on, but we're going to be evaluating him on. Um, and we do this with our high school players. It's just a little bit different with middle school. Cause like you said, they're playing middle school talent, but we're kind of trying to gauge where they're at high school wise. And so, um, we have 10 categories. All right. Vision or oh, for running back. That is, uh, for quarterback, it'll be different, but these 10 categories are vision, uh, footwork, receiving power, explosiveness. Uh, you could probably throw in durability if you really want to, uh, you, there you go. Uh, agility, change of direction, speed, balance, body control, blocking, tackle breaking, acceleration, and then obviously we have our overall grade. And so for each category, you could get a grade of 1 to 10. All right? If you get a grade from 9 to 10, which is pretty rare in one of these categories, basically we feel like you're on par with a 4-star or 5-star, Um, what is it? 
four-star or five-star recruit. Yeah, on the high school level. All right. Eight or seven, or wait, my bad, eight to nine. That's more so the three-star range. It's a very wide range, mind you. You know, so you know how it is. There's high three stars, low four stars, high four stars. You could probably figure it out on there. Um, about an 8.5 is about a four star, maybe low four star. All right. Uh, seven is basically, I mean, you know, you're solid. Probably more so a two star type of talent at that specific category. Not overall as a player, but at that specific category. Six, you know, you're about average. Right, so that's not bad if you get a six. You're about average for a high school level. A five could definitely use some improvement, but for now you're okay. Four slash three, you know, you definitely need to improve this thing or you're going to get benched. Or there's definitely danger of you getting benched. You know, and then one and two is, is just really bad. You know, and so that's kind of where we're at. With um, middle school, it's a little... It's a little hard to grade some of these, you know. Oh, and then, um, my bad. After we give you a grade in each category, we add it up, and you have a grade out of 100. 70s is about a 2-star. 80, like early 80s, 3-star. Late 80s, 4-star. And then if you're 90, you're close to a 5-star, basically. You know, that's the high school level. And so when we're evaluating middle schoolers, just keep in mind... Not every middle schooler is going to be a five-star guy. Noah Moss is not a five-star running back right now. Or even a, probably not even a three-star running back. Because he's an incoming freshman. He is like 14 or 15. And so I feel like that's a valid point that we that we usually try to make. But some people try to make a big deal out of it and be like, ah, I don't know. You know? And, um, yeah, I don't I don't know what else we could do there. So So there you go. But like I said, I mean, he is a middle schooler, and so a lot of the things that we're probably going to talk about are things he's either working on right now, or he has a whole summer to work on it, or honestly, right now, it's probably not even, like, the biggest issue. He's trying to focus on some other things, and then he'll get to it when he gets to it, because he obviously has four years of high school, you know, to get there. And so, uh, kind of, I, I would say almost take, you know, this rubric evaluation as a grain of salt, right, Cody? Or with a grain of salt. Yeah, be more focused on, you know, the way that we word. What are your areas of improvement? What are, you know, the strengths that you have as a player that you can continue to build on? I think that that's more important. And, you know, the the original way that we used to evaluate, right, Simon? And so it's more, it, it's less, you know, number specific, but it is, you know, and, and more broad. That's for sure. But helpful, arguably more helpful for a middle school football player to just hear things to focus on and what to look out for. Um, Simon, do you want to watch this uh, Parker Hawks AYL two minute? Um, what was uploaded two minutes ago? It's a minute long as we iron out some things and then maybe watch through the eighth grade highlights one more time. Yep, that works. I Well, I basically have all my grades right now, Cody. I am going to have to watch through a little bit more and uh, maybe take it a little easy. All right. You ready? Are you oh, loaded in? Might be. Yeah. Ready at zeros? Yep. Three, Three, two, one. Zero. All right. So we're on the goal line here. So this could be a good chance to display some strength and tackle breaking potentially. Um, yep. That was enough to power it in. I mean, a lot of running backs should be able to make that play, but that's something where it's like, you know, his grade won't fall below a five maybe in the tackle breaking 
aspect because he showed the capability to do it and is like, you know, that's the bare minimum for me is in that four or five means, you know, bare minimum they can achieve this. This his is nice agility and right here. Yeah, his agility and hips allow his vision to work. You know mm. what I mean? Because sometimes these things are disconjointed, but when you're able to combine them, it's it makes for a truly potent running back. This oh, is this defense? him on defense? Jinx. Oh, a little bit of catching ability. There. I don't know what that, what that quarterback <laughs> was doing with that ball. I, I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to grade that other quarterback. Okay, and then I'm going to need to jump back to the eighth grade highlights here. Okay. The moan. As I just kind of iron things out here. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Ready, three, two, one. Gonna also throw this out while we're uh, watching this and while Cody is finishing up his grades. If we don't see something like like just in your gameplay, because look, there are systems, especially with running backs. You see this the most with running backs. There are there are just some things that they're just not asked to do. Like some running backs are not asked to block like that enough for us to make a proper evaluation. Or some running backs aren't really asked to pass like that, um, especially on the middle school level. I mean, obviously, you know, some of these schemes are a little bit more simplified. You know, they are running a version of Cherry Creek's offense, I assume. You know, but it's probably not, you know, play for play and read for read what they, you know, what they for sure run here. And so I'm sure there are different things here. I mean, even then their scheme is different. And so if we don't see something, I'm just going to throw this out there. My default grade is a five. It doesn't make you a bad player. It just means I didn't see it, you know. And for me, I usually like to see these things like like in game two, you know, like just like watching you practice and block somebody. And I'm and I hate that I have to say this, but watching you practice without pads and do something I'm, I'm not going to give you a grade on that. There's some guys that are all, all like, my, my oh, come out and see me. Four. Wait, what? <laughs> so I said my default grade when I don't see something is like a four. So Yeah, so um, me and Cody are a little bit <laughs> off there, but that's okay. It's still the same level, basically, you know? <sighs> yeah. So it's, it's equal. Yeah. It's equitable for the way we evaluate. And then, you know, for blocking, we try and kind of base it off of like frame and maybe some lifting numbers as well. So, like, you know, if there's not a lot of blocking film, but this one running back is, like, 6'2", 220 pounds, they're going to have a higher grade than a running back who's 5'9", 160, right? So, yeah. uh, just because it's like, well, who would I rather throw in front of an oncoming edge rusher? Something that's built like a brick house or something that's a little bit on the skinnier side. Oh, yeah. I mean... Obviously, you're not going to ask no Moss. Like, if he was starting for a team outside of Cherry Creek, you're not going to ask him, hey, make sure you go block that Blake Purchase guy, you know? Yeah, go get in front of Marcus Howard. You know, yeah. that's, not, that's not what he's there for. Yeah, and that's fine. Like, it's fine if you're not used that way, you know? Um, on the college level, I'm sure they'll ask you to do that. Uh, and I'm sure on the high school level, they'll, they'll see, like, ah, let's see what we have here, you know. But if also, if there's a more efficient option, then we'll go with that. But it's it's not a bad thing to get a default grade. Because I feel like some people might see it that way. But it's not. You know, it's okay. All right, Cody, where are you at? I have my grades here. Okay. Um, Let me play some of these highlights while we talk. <sighs> okay. Absolutely. I'm going to side-by-side it by yours. <coughs> We're pretty close. Um, oh, I graded him a really? little high on uh, a couple of things. 
but this is interesting. All right, well, let's talk about it. We'll show we have a little bit of a discrepancy in some areas. Yeah, but that's all right. we'll show our final rubric at the end when we talk about the overall grade here. But vision, Cody and I, we're both pretty high on this. Cody gave him a nine. I gave him an 8.7. I, I like it a lot. Like, he, dude knows his blocks, you know, and he uses them to yeah. get to the next level. It's very, it's easily advanced for, um, for, for a player on this level. Yeah, no, for somebody yeah. at his age, you know. And there are some, I'm going to be honest, there are some running backs out there that definitely have worse vision and that don't, <laughs> they don't, they don't quite have the depth with that vision. And so Cody, you gave him a nine. I gave him an 8.7. Uh, it, it's a low difference. I mean, I kind of leaned on the 8.7 because I'm, I'm look, you know, he's, he's playing middle school ball, you know? And so there are going to be some looks that you're just not going to get on the middle school level because defenders aren't quite there yet. And so that doesn't necessarily hurt his game. That just means I want to, I'm kind of being on the cautious side here and I want to see a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Uh, let me talk about footwork here, and then Cody, I'll throw it to you here. Footwork, I mean, it's pretty high. I gave him an eight point eight. I feel like I'm like when I watch his film, and then when I watch him in person, like you know, in game, I feel like there are definitely times where he's he's not like you know juking as fast or cutting as fast as he probably could. Because sometimes when you're, I mean, and here's what I mean by that: when you're playing a football game, you know, there are times where you don't want to. You know, you don't you don't want to over juke a player. You don't want to be over, you know, like overstep it. You want to kind of lure that a player into thinking that you're there on your speed or something like that, and then you make your move. Because if you make a move too quick, that they're gonna adjust and do all that stuff. And so he's kind of, I kind of feel like this is what I'm saying here. I kind of feel like he's adjusting his jukes and his agility and all that great stuff to the level of play around him. And so footwork wise, you know. That's kind of where I'm at. I know he has good footwork. I've seen the film. You know, I've seen the dude do it in person. You know, that last kind of juke he had with, um, shoot, that play, I, I want to say it was against, not the Hawks. Oh, my God. It was that semifinal game, you know, where he was on the red zone, it, that team in red. I think they were the Warriors. And he kind of. Yeah, like, that was the Warriors. Yeah, he had a couple, he strung together a couple cuts in a row. That is probably more realistic to where he's at, like, as a next level, you know, type of player, like, you know, on the next level, I think he's going to obviously be able to do more of that, you know, but you don't want to do a bunch of jukes for no reason. And I think he has clean footwork. So there you go. Uh, Cody, you gave him an 8.3. Do you want to talk on that? And then his vision as well, before we move on. Yeah, I'll go ahead and touch on that. Um, you know, his footwork, I think that it allows him to, you know, live up to his vision. You know, I gave him a nine because I do think it is very advanced for his age especially what he's able to do downfield as well. Um, I will say, and I will comment on uh, seeing your 8.7, because it's not very often throughout his film or even in games where he has to make a huge adjustment in the backfield, you know, from like overwhelming pressure. Like the offensive line doesn't fail enough for that to really be an aspect. So, you know, for that reason, I can go like 8.9 here, but I still think it's very, very advanced. And uh, like you said, there's just some looks that you're not getting. For me, it's looking at, you know, what's the penetration look like in the backfield, right? Because that's a different level of vision, being able to see like a blitz for, at, from a running back perspective and make adjustments before the play. And, you know, well, it's one thing to see the blitz and another thing if the blitz actually makes it through, right? Because, I mean, they have a great line out there um, in that Cherry Creek organization. And then for his footwork, you know, I definitely think that it is also very advanced for his age. 
and, uh, you know, better than a handful of running backs that I have seen on the high school level. But I will say that, you know, maybe it gets like more choppy than smooth in some places. And then that's why it's at an 8.3 for me rather than in the high eights, just because it does slow down uh, quite a bit. And like you said, Simon, it may be just like the fine tuning of it and perfecting the craft, which is fine. You know, do that now and figure out what your game speed is and what you need to do now rather than later. But that's where I found myself with his footwork. But I mean, ultimately, through two categories, we almost have the exact same player. Um, it's it's down the road that we get a couple more discrepancies. But, uh, you know, the next category we have, which is, you know, the category that once you become a senior is probably the most important one distinguishing you from other running backs, because that's just what it came down to, is the receiving category. Now, if we do, Simon, would you mind pulling up his Instagram for me? And uh, it's his fourth post here where he's running some routes. And I wouldn't mind just letting the, you know, uh, I almost said listeners. <laughs> well, listeners, when when you're listening to this and then go ahead and follow him on Instagram and take a look at it. But our viewers here, you know, right now on Twitch, there's, there's a couple of routes that he gets to kind of run like this, you know, like reverse whip here and you know work on route running a little bit so i can tell that he's focused on it well i mean that's from 2021 in march but you know it's something that he does know is necessary to be a running back right and uh you know that's a good thing to focus on you know at a young age here but you know just from like a volume standpoint i don't think that it's anything substantial from like you know his middle school play um i think he can catch obviously and, you know, he also, in his 6th and 7th grade film, as it was pretty evident, returns as well, which, you know, you can kind of use that a little bit here in this logic. So Simon and I, we both saw pretty eye-to-eye -eye on this one. Simon has him rated out of 5. I have him rated out of 5.1. So more or less, we're thinking the exact same thing here, just in terms of, you know, he's capable of receiving, but, you know, it's not like... I would put him in the slot against, you know, like an Evan Harrell tomorrow, right? So that's why he's not at a very high, high score here. Um, whereas, you know, I think on the high school level, he could see holes and he could make cuts to get to said holes, vision and footwork wise. However, uh, receiving wise, you know, I'm not going to put him in crazy positions or, you know, even positions that maybe James Walker was in by the time he was a senior right now, that is right now. I think that's important to clarify. Um, James Walker, even back in his day, <clears throat> just didn't... I feel like he didn't get a whole ton of passing attempts. Like, not, not like he'll get some screens and some swings. Like, you know, e pretty easy stuff. Maybe, like, go out and run an easy route here. But, like, he wasn't exactly asked to, like, hey, go play receiver. You know, I think for Noah Moss here... Um, his grade's out of five. Like I said, basically it's a default grade for me, you know. I know he could probably get out there and play receiver, you know. I think for him, if he wants to get on the field earlier, it wouldn't be a bad thing working on those receiving skills, man. And, you know, just being deadly in the slot. Nobody should be able to guard you in the slot. With your footwork, agility, speed, nobody... That's just facts, you know. Uh, hands, that's... that's. I mean, that's on you, you know. You, you could work on that, get stronger. But agility, footwork-wise, nobody should really be able to guard you in the slot, if I'm being real here. You know, and, and if they can, then, you know, just keep working at it, you know, because they shouldn't. You know, you're you're too much of an athlete for that. And so, um, look, 
like I said, it's Cherry Creek. It's going to be competitive. You're going to have a bunch of guys that are in front of you. You're going to have guys that are probably going to be transferring in these next four years. You got to continuously do things to get on the field. You know, because with, uh, with uh, Noah here, honestly, when he gets the ball in his hands, he can make a lot happen, you know. But to do that, you got to get those opportunities. That means, you know, if it means playing a little bit of receiver, fine. That works, you know. You're still going to cook. You know, you're still going to get looks. Um, it's not a bad thing, you know. I wouldn't, I, I'm just saying, like, don't limit yourself to, like, the running back mold of, like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm they're just going to ask me to run and maybe block sometimes. Like, nah, you know, like, forget blocking. You know, if you're a good enough receiver, then you don't need to block. I, I, okay, no, wait, you don't, not that you don't need to block, but you don't need to block as much. You know, it's not like a priority. So that's kind of just what they don't I'm wanna, They don't want to waste your, you know, talent elsewhere making scoring points the block yeah like there's no reason like if he could go run a route then go run a route and catch those dump off when the blitzers in uh the quarterback's face whoever it may be uh you know and so i I, if i'm noah moss and i'm sure he probably has been you know i've seen some things heard some things you know um i i would definitely work on receiving here if you could be a good receiver like a solid enough receiver you know then that's gonna that's gonna pay off in the long run when you're the guy at running back and you could do both you know, um, especially when you play some teams that like, you know, they're locking up receivers on the outside and, you know, it's up to you to go ahead and make plays. I know, I know this isn't like, you know, Colorado football, but in the women's national championship, you know, that was kind of the big thing there. You know, the running back there was a big deal for the winning team because she was able to just scorch defenses when they tried to guard her period, you know, as a receiver. So, that's all I'm saying. You never know when you're going to need these skills. And you'd rather have them uh, than not. But, there you go. I think that's a fair grade. Uh, Let's talk power and explosiveness. Cody, you gave him a 6.6. I was a little bit tougher at a 3. Like I said, I'm, I'm... Thinking more so along the side or silence along the lines along of the like lines well of high school right yeah like he's an eighth grader competing with high schoolers you know um, look he's not gonna shake off yeah I don't think he's gonna like you know shake off a hit or like truck and Angelo Petritus like that which is the starting middle linebacker for Cherry Creek. You know, that's just my opinion. Like, straight up, no jukes. Like, I don't think he's going to be able to run over a guy like that. And if he was, then he'd probably be at an 8 or 9. And even then, that's rare for a middle schooler at this age to do that anyways. And so, he's he's more of a finesse back, you know. I think a lot of the tackle breaking he does comes from him just, like, just having some pretty solid balance and body control at times, you know. And so, uh, that's kind of where I'm at. He does have a little bit of a stiff arm, too, though. I'm going to throw that out there. But... As of right now, as an eighth grader, you know you could you could be you could get bigger, and that's not crazy. I mean, what he said, that's, he's one hundred fifty-seven pounds. You know, yeah, probably one hundred sixty, one hundred sixty-five come uh, fall. Hopefully, you know that's that's not crazy. You know, I mean, there's not many. I don't think I've ever graded a running back that was under one hundred sixty pounds with power or strength above above a four or five and even then that's a little freakish but uh what about you cody um the thing i was kind of looking or focused a little bit more on here is his explosiveness um i think that his step is strong enough to you know maybe fall forward here 
a couple of times and you could kind of see that a little bit you know uh, just like when he hits that extra gear it's not like you know it's not a gradual it's a one step boom kind of thing and so you know that's what kind of popped me off is in that more explosive kind of sense um and you know i'll touch on like where that more so falls later in acceleration for sure but uh that was my big appeal but i totally get where you're coming from that yeah what once you go against i mean just even talking off the creek roster and looking at other some other linebackers at the 5a level that you know you could potentially run into problems at this size frame and strength you know i mean basically all the tackles that he that he sheds or a lot of the tackles he sheds here are you know like you said stiff arms jukes and stuff and then you know if he is able to shake someone off i think it does come from more explosiveness and just that really strong step that he has to kick into gear um where he is it, i do think that his power does need a little bit of improvement so i mean if you're a finesse back honestly it doesn't i mean you know it's it's not a bad thing to still get you know, big, you know, look, you don't want to get stuffed at the goal line in one-on-one against a DB. You should always at least beat a DB. If you could beat out a linebacker, I'm, most of the time you probably should be able to shake a linebacker if your game is finesse, right? So that's just kind of where I'm at. I'm not concerned about it. I mean, give him a couple off seasons and then we'll, I think I would probably take the, like I would probably more seriously grade this because I just right now, like I just, you know, well, we'll see. You know, he's he's a middle schooler, right? So that's kind of just where I'm at with that. But I see where you're coming from. Do you want to talk agility, speed, body control, Cody? I think that, yeah, these things all kind of tie in together here. And, uh, you know, agility is his second highest graded thing. Uh, the number one thing I have is tied. But, uh, you know, I have his agility slash change of direction graded at an 8.7. I mean, he is just really a a scat back of sorts you know and is able to jump back and forth cut back and forth i mean that nothing quite you know displays that like that play against the warriors really does i mean it's just that is very next level and there are high schoolers that can't do that you know what i mean and uh that that comes from a lot of training and hard work and you know he he's just a great athlete and uh, that translates into being able to just move super well. And I mean, I always talk about this too in my breakdowns where, you know, if somebody does struggle with change of direction or something like that to start from the base and go up with footwork and, you know, in turn with great footwork typically comes good agility and change of direction. And that's no different here. It's just that, you know, once you join those jump cuts and those, you know, big jukes as well as quick cuts where he's able to kind of go right, left, right. Um, that's where I put in a pretty high score here at an 8.7. And then, uh, Simon, you and I see exactly eye to eye here on speed. For his age, this is where his grade comes in pretty high. Is at an 8.6. Now, I'm not sure, you know, Noah, if you have an updated 40-yard uh, dash here, go ahead and let us know. The last one listed is a 4.79. And, you know, that's that's good for an eighth grader to be running a sub five, just from a general perspective. And, uh, you know, I think that's why it climbs here on the high end of three and sniffing that four star kind of look, um, to already be running, you know, at least, I mean, 
all of that information seems to be from probably a seventh grade year. So assuming he shaved a couple, you know, tenths of a second off or hundredths of a second off from his 40 yard dash time, and he's able to convert that into game is, is very important. And, uh, oh man, this Warriors play gets me every time. Super sweet. And so, a good display of the speed and change of direction. Yeah, no, absolutely. So with Noah here, he's, Probably definitely faster than a four seven nine, um, not like a crazy amount, but he's probably obviously faster than that. Just um, not just because it was last year, but seeing him in person, like he he could fly. You know, he, he could definitely get downfield, and you know, obviously when you're when you have an eight point six speed rating, you know, and you compare that to the middle school level versus the high school level, on the middle school level you're like freaking elite. You know, on the high school level. Eh, like you're you're pretty good you know like you could definitely break off a couple you know uh he's gonna he's gonna continue to get faster and continue to get more explosive and uh you know work on that acceleration as well plus grow you know and that'll help his stride length as well so i i'm not like worried about this at all i think even if he was to go to the next uh, I, I wouldn't say that right now but i think speed wise like comparing it to players who are going to the next level it is solid. It is more than solid uh, for a middle schooler, you know. Uh, doesn't mean don't work on it or stop working on it. You know, you should continuously do that. But it, he he's legit. So, there you go. Uh, agility, change of direction. I'm kind of right with you. I gave him an 8.4. Uh, Cody, you gave him an 8.7. I mean, not too big of a difference there. I'd, I'd like to see how he fares against um, high school talent. When it comes to agility and change of direction, just because, like I said, you know, pace of the game is a little bit different. So I'm going with the safer side here, but 8.4 is not bad at all. Um, let's talk about these next couple ones. A little, though, here, balance, body control. I gave him a 5. I, I don't think it's bad, you know, for a middle schooler to have a balance of 5. You know, I think there's some guys that, you know, are a lot worse, even on the high school level. Cody, you gave him a 5.6. I think... Honestly, there are times where he runs a runs a bit upright, you know, and he's not quite out of there. Like you, he's still making his cuts and doing his jukes, but you know, I think it's never a bad thing to just get used to, you know, running a little bit lower here, you know, especially when you're making your jukes and whatnot. Because you know, if somebody tries to tackle you from behind, like you want to be in a balance, you know, you want to be in a balanced position. You know, you don't want somebody to trip you up or anything like that, you know, and so. I think for the most part, at his age, he has really good balance, especially uh, when he's upright. You know, I I, I am going to acknowledge that, you know, body control-wise, when he's upright, it's pretty solid, you know. But I think in general, I just want to see him run a little bit lower. You know, he could probably be ta uh, breaking a couple more tackles, too, if he does. So there you go. Uh, blocking, Cody, you and I gave him a 5. I gave him a 5, you gave him a 4. Just didn't see a lot of it, and honestly, I probably don't care as much about this one right now you should still like if a cornerback is blitzing you know no you should probably be able to go ahead and and beat that corner put him in the ground if you can you know or just stop him from you know just or do your job and just stop him from blitzing maybe not do all that you know but you should be able to beat dbs if they're blitzing maybe even some lighter linebackers around the state you know but you know, it's better just to know how to do it. Like, hey, remember, get leverage. Make sure you're in a good position, what not to block. Um, and then also, you know, know when you have to take a business decision and uh, do, do your thing there as well, you know. So there you go. 
before we move on, Cody, do you have anything you want to say about those last couple categories here? And yeah, we could so, go ahead and uh, wrap it up here as well. Sounds good. And uh, if you want to hop over to his Instagram, there's also um, this most recent post on August 18, 2021. It has, uh, you know, like a footwork drill as well as, you know, some in-gym stuff and wall sits and stuff. So that probably wouldn't be a bad thing to show what maybe an off-season into Noah Moss kind of looks like and stuff. But, uh, you know, balanced body control, I gave it a 5.6. Same ballpark as Simon. I think that at some point you have to have really good balance or body control to be able to pull off some of these agile and change of direction things. So that's where the high end of it comes from. But then, you know, from the power perspective, balance and body control is kind of where this meets, obviously, because, I mean, part of breaking tackles is lowering your shoulder and being able to still stand upright or shedding, like, a bunch of tackles, you know. I mean, guys who score really high in balance and body control, like in the eights, probably have a couple of plays where they shed four different tackles on on a few different plays. So, you know, that's something that is, like, keeping him from that 5.6. Um, or keeping them from like that seven and eight kind of range, but the agility is what scores it high here on the 5.6 side. And why I gave it more than a five is because I think that his agility compensates high enough to give it a 5.6, uh, blocking. Like I said, my baseline is like a four here. He is a little bit on the lighter side. So Simon, you and I talked about this. We wouldn't put him out there against, you know, a Blake purchase or Marcus Howard tomorrow. Um, and that's why this kind of falls at the default line. And then for tackle breaking, this is the last kind of thing that Simon and I have a, you know, a big ish gap on. Uh, I graded out of five just because, you know, I feel like uh, a higher tackle breaking is something where like he steamrolls somebody like complete and utter dominance. And I don't. It's not that I don't think that he's capable of it. I think that he's capable of like, you know, obviously pushing off defenders. The stiff arm helps out with the tackle breaking for sure. And he's capable of doing it, but nothing super spectacular. And just kind of the way that I grade too is like, you know, um, like the the fives and the fours is where I put like, yeah, I expect my starter to be able to do this on the high school level. Um, but at the high school level, basically, is is what I'm looking at this and not really, you know, a trait beyond that. Um, and so, you know, for the seventh and eighth grade level, Uh, the eighth grade level, I'm like, okay, yeah, I can expect this out of an eighth grade running back is where my tackle breaking kind of meets a five here. Um, And then acceleration, this was tied for his highest mark for me. I gave it an 8.9. When he kicks into that next gear, he's unstoppable. I mean, we saw it in his film where defensive backs and linebackers are taking good angles to the ball with him, but not... You know, even with the good angle that they're taking and playing smart, his acceleration just beats out that planning. And that's why, you know, I have his acceleration knocking on the door of a nine here. And, uh, you know, had it at a nine at one point uh, while grading it. But uh, as as Simon informed me this week, sometimes I just get like way too into it, especially if like one play really blows my mind. So, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to learn, get better, tone it back just a little bit. Um, Simon, you want to go ahead and talk about your grades for tackle breaking and acceleration, and then we can talk final grades here. Yeah. So I gave Noah a little bit of a higher grade at tackle breaking. I gave him a seven. Uh, you gave him a five. I look when I grade tackle breaking, I don't really need to see you like, 
Like, I don't need to see you pull a Leonard Fournette. Like, check out his high school film, by the way. But I don't need to see you pull a Leonard Fournette and, like, break a couple, like, you know, like, four or five tackles in a row. If you do that, I'm probably giving you a nine, to be honest with you, uh, especially on this level. But I think he could still break tackles. Like, he's a finesse back. Like, I consider breaking ankles, breaking tackles. And then he also, you know, like, he's he's a, a legit, like, what is it? What am I trying to say here? Like, agile enough back where he's going to catch you off guard. He's going to catch you slipping just a little bit. Catch you off balance. And then he'll hit you with a stiff arm or he'll lower his shoulder, you know. So, he's, he's smart enough with that. And so, I think to compare to the high school level, obviously, I mean, there's there's going to be a pretty significant strength gap, I would say. Uh, maybe not a, okay, not a significant strength gap. But, like, when it comes to you against the defense, scout defense or whatever, you know, like... It, he's gonna have to put continue to you know get bigger, uh, get leaner, get faster to um, you know work on this tackle breaking here. And I think you know honestly, power, explosiveness plus tackle breaking they kind of go hand in hand at times. Uh, the other part of that balance and body control. Like I said, I feel like he could run a little bit lower here, like you know. For the majority of uh, his runs, I think there are times where he comes upright uh, just too quickly. You know, when he doesn't need to sometimes. Still, you know, still has very clean cuts. And is able to do it, but he does run a little up right here. But not bad. You know, at a 7, you gave him a 5. Uh, acceleration, basically the same, 8.7. I really like it a lot. I think that's a big reason why he's able to just house some of these, you know. Because his acceleration, like, he gets from 0 to 100 very quickly. You know, and uh, that part of that is explosiveness, obviously, and then uh, some of this training that he has been doing, you know, over the years. Like, it's it's a very smooth acceleration, too, you know. Uh, as he gets older, you know, obviously a lot of these things here, especially at running back, you know, a lot of these things here are athletic-based, and so it's going to naturally go up. You know, obviously, assuming as, you know, assuming he continues to work and, like, work out. But uh, my final grade is a 68.2. Cody wasn't far off. You gave him a 69.8. You know, I think this is pretty solid for an incoming 8th grader, you know. Um, obviously, we are going off of some film that we saw from last season, and so there, there's probably, like, like realistically, Noah here is probably closer to a 70, or he will be closer to a 70, like, low 70 here as far as our ratings go um, as a freshman, you know. And that's not bad at all. You know, I think for probably a good majority, I'd say at least over for at least over 50% of Colorado high school football teams, he'd probably get snaps as a freshman, if not be a starter. Right, Cody? Yeah, I could see him getting snaps at a handful of schools just off of, you know, pure, I mean, athleticism and understanding of the game, you know, because I feel like some kind of issue or a common issue for freshmen is just like as someone who's coached offense on the freshman level in high school there are some thick skulls you know sometimes and trying to explain concepts um to some of these freshmen you know a lot of it is them learning something for the first time or actually learning something you know that's not super oversimplified and i don't think that you have to do that with noah a with you know a former nfl athlete in the house obviously that helps out with understanding the game a little bit here but you know in general i think that he shows a really good understanding for the flow of the game he understands holes he understands concepts uh at least in the running game and so you know when you have a running back who's already smart enough to potentially run 
in, you know, varsity-esque run schemes, then, you know, that's a really good start. Um, because, like I said, you could be the best athlete on the planet as a freshman, but if you don't know how to read a playbook or know what a route tree is or, you know, know what, what a one or two is in the in the gaps or, you know, what power means, you don't do me a whole lot of good um, until you understand those concepts. And I think that Noah shows a good understanding. I mean, they ran a variety of, you know, different plays in that playbook. I mean, a lot of tosses, don't get me wrong, but there's power plays, there's off tackle plays, there's zone running schemes all throughout that film and, you know, throughout the Creek offense. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why Creek is so successful is because they run, you know, more advanced schemes on their middle school level um, than maybe some other programs. And uh, that's going to be an advantage of a lot of Creek players. But Noah, especially, not only does he understand them and execute them, but, you know, he does it with a, a on a good or great even level. Um, so, you know, th- there's obviously things to work on. He's in eighth grade, but I'm really high on Noah Moss and uh, the future that awaits him. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like how you brought up football IQ, man. I mean... Let, let, let me praise that a little bit more, actually. Let me praise his football IQ and just his general understanding of the game because I'm not, like, worried about his understanding of the game on the next level. And you know me. When it comes to young players, like, literally all the time, I'm like, you need to know the playbook, bruh. Or you need to, like, understand opposing schemes so that your vision isn't, like, you know, let me just juke out one guy and then we'll, you know, we'll see what happens if somebody comes up like, nah, bruh. Like, he knows what he's doing. Like, it's calculated, you know, and I think a lot of that, uh, I am going to give, you know, some credit uh, to, you know, obviously his pops, uh, the Cherry Creek coaching staff as well, which is one of the best in the entire state, probably the best in the entire state. That's not even that crazy to say, you know, and then his own work ethic, you know, obviously he's worked like looking at some of his plays from last year and then seeing him play live. I'm like, dang, dude, bro knows what he's doing. You know, now uh, there are, there are a couple gaps that he misses here and there, you know, uh, but that's, I mean, every middle schooler is going to do that. Every football player is going to do that, but every middle schooler is going to do that. You know, for the most part, bro's an efficient runner. You know, he's a very efficient runner. Um, it helps, obviously, that athletically he is there as well, but he's only going to get better athletically. And so, honestly, going into high school, going into that next level, that's kind of where you want to be, man. Like, it's it's probably better, in my opinion, to be there IQ-wise, to, like, you know, not be an idiot out there at, at like, playing football rather than being a natural athlete, you know? I'd rather have a guy who's smarter than a guy who's a natural athlete but doesn't know what he's doing, you know? Uh, No one knows what he's doing, you know? And I think that's probably my biggest, like, critique of running backs as well, inefficiency. I hate... I hate inefficiency, like guys dancing around too much, guys hitting the outside when, you know, if they just waited a half second or whatever, then they could have cut it back in. And obviously, you know, from one a straight, uh, like going from one point to another in a straight line is easier than curving all the way around, you know. And so I, I want to give him the praise there because he is very, very, some a, a lot more sufficient at uh, this running back position than some other guys, you know. Uh, And I'm just going to be real. Like, athletically, he's probably not, like, the craziest running back I've seen at this age. 
And I mean that's a little unfair. I played in Texas. Like I, I played in I played in Texas, and I saw plenty of running backs that were basically D one bound and were athletically there. But IQ wise, they were just not. Like I, I don't know what was up with them, but they were just not quite there, and that's why they didn't start right away. With Noah, you could kind of feel comfortable. Well, you could definitely feel comfortable. Like hey man, here's the play. Go out there, run it. You know he's not gonna kill you with just not knowing what to do, you know, he's going to be efficient, he's going to get his yards, he's going to do his job, you know, and I think that's something you obviously like, and moving forward, his athleticism is going to catch up, you know, and so, uh, uh, big, I'm real excited to see him play, do you want to talk about Outlook here real quick, Cody, we have a couple minutes for it. Yeah, sure thing. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, let's keep it a hundred. You and I have both heard a number of rumors surrounding Cherry Creek and potential running backs coming in. We've, well, maybe not you, but I've, <laughs> I've, I've talked to a couple sources about it. You know, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not breaking any news here is what I'm saying, but I've talked to a couple of sources about it just to see if there's any, you know, if there's any substance behind it. And there is, you know, I mean, first off, it's Cherry Creek anyway. So, you know, people are going to want to play for the best team in the state, arguably one of the best in the country. You know, that's just facts. And so outlook wise, you know, I think Noah Moss has a very big advantage knowing some of these playbooks, knowing what his coaches want, you know, and all that stuff. Use that, you know, like not like relationship wise, but like IQ wise, like information wise, like use that, you know, to your advantage, obviously. Um, and he's going to get competition coming, like coming in throughout high school, you know, that's why you stay sharp. That's why you stay ready, uh, both mentally and physically. And so I'm just going to be real. I don't know when he's going to play for all I know. Maybe, you know, he gets up in there on varsity. I know I want to say they have like, they already have two or three backs that, you know, are there that won them state, you know, uh, but well, I, I, like I said, I just don't know what's going to happen. You know, I, I know he's a great player. You know, I know eventually he's going to get snaps and he's going to get in there. But I think for him, this is just a very hard situation to predict. Probably one of the hardest ones that we have when it comes to talking about these class of 2026 players, which we're starting to do here, you know. Um, And some of this is not even because he's not a good enough player. He's a good enough player, but you got to keep in mind there are other very good players in the state as well, you know, that also happen to be two or three years older. So... Yeah, that's just where I'm at. Um, Cody, what what do you think about Noah Moss here? I mean, I think ideally he gets at least two years starting or at least two years of snaps, right? Maybe probably yeah, a little bit more. Yeah, I can easily more. see that. I mean, look, waiting at Creek for your turn is not a big deal. And you could look at Arden Walker to Blake Purchase trend, transition, right? And just be like, when I get my chance, my coaches and the situation I'm in and this program are going to put me in a position to play really, really well. Okay. So I think that don't be in a rush here. Don't try and force anything. You know, you're already in the program. Uh, and just enjoy the ride and learn as much as you can so that when you do get to the varsity level, like, look, if you run for like, 1200 yards and 20 touchdowns as a junior, you're going to get looks. Okay. So, you know, don't worry about, or, you know, say you run for like 700 yards and catch for another 400 yards and get like 16 touchdowns from scrimmage. You're going to get chances to make plays in this offense. 
this is an offense where everybody eats. You know what I mean? And even on maybe a limited amount of targets, because they're not like spread it out, pass it all the time, and they're not necessarily line it up and pound it down the middle every time. They're a very balanced offense, yet everyone gets their offers. Everyone gets their opportunities. Everyone makes plays. And this program is really, really good for producing team players, selfless players. And I, I just, I think that it's a great situation to be in, to win and to learn to be a better teammate and, uh, you know, learning patience as well. Because on the college level, you're going to want to learn patience as well. Not everyone starts literally immediately. You're competing on a national level. And as far as like in-state programs that can give you a look on what that competition may look like, Creek is the one. And, uh, you know, just be patient and uh, just continue to work hard and do your thing. And your time will come. Your time will come. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I mean, if I got to give some parting advice to know here, your job is to be ready and support your teammates, man. I mean, um, be a good teammate, you know. That's a, be a good person. That's always a big deal, right? You know, uh, nobody wants a cancer in their locker room, obviously. And so, you know, focus on being a good teammate and then stay ready. You know, like you said, Cody, I mean, everyone at Creek Eats, you know, it, look, let's be honest. There's going to be at least five or six blowouts a year. Uh, maybe That's a little much. But at least maybe three or four blowouts a year if you're playing for Cherry Creek. That is three or four games where you'll have opportunities to get on the field. You don't got to run for a thousand yards. If you could ball, then those like scouts will see you do your thing. You know, they um, play their young guys that. when they get a chance. Yeah, like and they, they do a good job of that. Put off the gas when they're when they're destroying a team. And Noah, if you rip off a seventy-yard run uh, against other varsity starters as a freshman, you may get that chance. So and, and it if still you matters. Don't. don't don't be upset about it because I mean, there's other guys who are also waiting their turn. Um, oh yeah. But uh, oh, yeah, yeah. there'll be chances. And even on the freshman level, if you're playing on the freshman team, just yeah. put in work on there too. Like you have your whole freshman seat. Like varsity isn't everything. Uh, it's cool to start on varsity as a freshman, but we've seen plenty of guys go through the steps, freshman JV, then varsity two years or JV two years or JV for three years. You know what I mean? There's been plenty of examples of that working out. Um, so just trust the process, but don't lose in the playoffs like MB. Well, anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, hey, just be ready for your opportunity, man. It'll come. They'll give you a shot. You know, uh, you got to show them that, you know, in every aspect on off the field, all that stuff. But it's your job to be ready. You know, if you're not ready, then, I mean, that's, <laughs> you can't really blame anybody else. They'll get you touches, you know, they'll get you touches. You're talented enough. So, yeah, I, I'm just saying that right now because I know some young players, I know myself as a young player, what, like, obviously you play, you do football, you play football to actually play the game. Nobody loves being a bench warmer and just kind of sitting there unless you're in the pros and you're like, you know, making 20 milli off of, off of being the backup quarterback and whatnot. But other than that, nobody really loves it. You know, it's just something that that's part of life, you know? So you just got to be ready for your opportunity. I'm really excited to watch him play, though. You know, I think this is one of those kids where it's like, okay, you know, he might not play right away, but when he plays, you're going to know. You know, you're going to know what kind of player he is. You're going to know that he's a special player. You're going to know that he's about it, you know. And so a lot of a very exciting for Cherry Creek, you know. He could definitely be 
<clears throat> another one of the great uh, Cherry Creek running backs that have come through. You know, looking at James Walker, uh, shout out to our boy Milo Hall. He played for Northern Colorado. You know, all these other guys, you know, and so... Yeah, I mean, I don't really have too much more to say, man. I mean, looking forward to watch this kid ball out. You know, we'll, we'll try to make it out to some games, you know, regardless, and we'll not and see that happen. But, um, Cody, do you have anything else to say before we kind of change uh, directions here and talk about his teammate here? I'm ready to talk about his teammate, and, uh, you know, <laughs> I have uh, uh, Rubrik locked and loaded and ready to go here, and... Uh... Just excited to to watch this uh, half. I mean, because this is a player who we have previously covered. So yeah, we have covered him. So actually, here here's his social media. If you want to follow him, go for it. He's a good kid. Let me talk about what we actually said on our first film breakdown of Brady from last year. Um, funny enough, we actually broke broke down his film along with Beck and Kritza, who uh, got his I think two more. Power 5 offers, so congrats to Beckham real quick there. But yeah, we broke down Brady's film with Beckham's and uh, Trent Seaborn, I believe. And Brady here, man, has always... I mean, we, we knew that this kid was special, you know, for a minute. But let's let's talk about what we said last year. Uh, starting with areas of improvements, because that's what we, you know, started with on that episode. But basically... Look, we were evaluating him as a 7th grader. You know, we wanted to see him get more athletic, get stronger, get faster, all that stuff. I think our biggest question with him was like, how is he going to develop athletically? You know, you have some guys that are kind of just a little bit better athletes and whatnot. You know, we looked at Beckham's film from, I believe, 7th and 8th grade, and he made a big jump from 7th and 8th grade, and then another big jump from 8th grade to freshman year even. And so we were just very interested in seeing how he would develop athletically. Um, I think I said I wanted to see more deep throws, which we'll see plenty of, which I'm really happy about. Then I think I said I want to see him continue to keep his eyes downfield before throwing a strike, um, continue to work that pocket. I said I liked his footwork. You liked his footwork as well, Cody. He manipulated that pocket relatively well, but there are definitely times where he bailed out just early, you know, and he should have probably stuck it out just a little bit more. So there you go. And then on top of that, we just said stay disciplined and play your part. Um, that's something actually you said, Cody, because you talked about Cherry Creek. You talked about the system they have. It's not really a system for gunslingers, you know. You you just got to play your part, right? You got to play quarterback. You got to be efficient. You can't be taking all these crazy and risky shots, you know. You got to trust your playmakers to do their thing, and the rest will work out, you know. Even be a game manager of sorts, you know. That wouldn't even be a bad thing. I think game manager gets a little bit looked down on sometimes, but, you know, there's some guys that you know can't manage a game because they just play too wild. So... <clears throat> There you go. But those are areas of improvements. Obviously, he's a young athlete, so we kind of expected him to develop that uh, going into this year regardless. it just We just wanted to see how much he would develop. Uh, strengths, though. Cody, you said you liked his velocity on his passes. Uh, you said this was probably his biggest strength, one of the key things that you really like. He spins it very well. You know, and so you like that a lot. I said I like uh, how accurate he is as a quarterback on this level. There are some routes he throws where he just puts it on the money, and it's a very good ball. You know, it's right placement, all that stuff. So we like that. Uh, we said, you know, we both agreed that he's solid at making reads. You know, he's not a one read quarterback. You could go through a couple reads here. Then we also said he's a very like low key good like improviser slash scrambling quarterback. Um, Cody, you said. 
he was more of a finesse guy when comparing him to Beckham Kritza because Beckham is just not like that. Like he's just not Beckham of always a finesse be trying guy. to run people over in middle school. Yeah, Beckham would like throw his shoulder into a dude on the goal line, and it would give me a heart attack every time. So, so there you go. Brady here is a you know he has a little bit of a wiggle to him, you know, and he also has a very like at the time we watched him like um like we were watching his film and we were like man. He has, like, really long strides, like, very smooth and long strides for a kid his age, you know? I think you mentioned him. It looked like he was jogging to the end zone, but he was taking up chunks at a time on, a rushing, on like, a 40- or 50-yard rushing touchdown. So, there you go. Like, a sneaky good athlete, you know? And then, sneaky good, that's a... <laughs> That's hey, a stereotype. Was, I was like, "Hey, uh, <laughs> Julian Edelman moments." That's Simon. what we. That's what we wrote down here. That's what we wrote down here. So there you go. Anyways. Change the narrative. He's an athlete. No, he's an athlete. He's a hell of an athlete. You know, no doubt about it. And then last thing, last thing uh, we put down here is that for his age, he definitely throws a nice variety of routes. There are a lot of routes and throws that we were able to look at and really evaluate his accuracy and all that stuff. And we like that. You know, part of it is because it's Cherry Creek. They opened up the system for him. But, I, I mean, it was just it was just very nice to see that. And for somebody at his age being able to run that kind of offense, which, you know, is basically a precursor to high school, that's a very good sign. So, so yeah. Uh, Cody, do you have any reactions to that? I mean, obviously, outside of the ones that I immediately react to i i remember talking about this and uh you know from watching him uh, in person a lot of these things remain true and or are improved and uh simon you mind if i go and run down these categories before we jump into this uh film here yeah go for it i mean uh if you're if you're familiar then sorry just stick with the repeat but, uh, you know, we, we do 10 categories here, once again, out of 10 for a total score of uh, out of 100. And, you know, we go off of arm power, which, you know, is can they push it down the field slash what kind of windows can they squeeze it into with that velocity? Arm accuracy, obviously ball placement is what we're looking for here. Um, short, medium, and deep is considered here. Timing on throws, this is something that... Um, you know, can kind of go back and forth, but, you know, are they throwing it when the wide receiver makes that cut to the inside? Are they throwing it, you know, at the right time before they turn around so that when the receiver turns around, it's a catch, you know what I mean? So what does that kind of look like? And, uh, you know, that's something that can also be impacted by chemistry for sure, but, uh, something that needs to be improved nonetheless, um, with, with any quarterback or it needs to be focused on. Overall mechanics slash fluidity, this is where you're going to hear praise for the footwork, first off. And then also throwing motion here, too. Um, something that we'll talk about is, like, if a quarterback has a hitch where they kind of go all the way around, that's something that can get you docked points here. Um, if you sidearm a lot of the time, that's something that will get you docked points here. We're looking for how quickly can you get that elbow bent and then go over the top and, you know, play with, you know, a standard throwing motion where when you go to the next level, is it something that somebody's going to have to overcorrect or not? And then, you know, decision-making skills. This is a combination of, you know, TD to INT, kind of looking at things like that. Are there more open guys on the field? How much of a risk are they taking when they are doing certain completions? And then what kind of concepts are they looking at? You know, are they running, you know, three read kind of, you know, looks or four read kind of looks? Or is it one read, quick hitters, two read kind of things like that? Scramble ability. 
yeah, can they can they run with the football? Um, throw on the run ability. This is a very exciting one and one that's more and more prominent literally every single day in football um, as quarterbacks are more and more athletic and players are more and more athletic to make plays and throws on the run. Pocket awareness. You know, can he feel the blitz or the pressure without having to stare directly at it in the face? Can he make pre-snap recognitions on where the pressure is going to be coming from? And then um, pocket movement. Not only is this movement within the pocket, uh, Simon kind of touched on it. You know, sometimes he bailed a little too quickly instead of rather than seeing it out or stepping up side to side. And also, you know, how do they manipulate the pocket? You know, pocket movement. Do they move the pocket with them or adjust to the pocket being moved and move kind of side to side with it? And then frame slash size. I mean, he's what? Six foot one. Six one, one eighty. Okay, perfect. He might be a little, I, I, I don't know. I keep coming back to this. I feel like he might've, he, he probably has grown a little bit between uh, last fall and right now. So I, I don't know. You His know? Twitter says 61181. So that's what we'll go off of. Unless he also contributes in the chat what he, what it said on the scale yesterday. Yeah, but, which is helpful. <laughs> well, no, which is helpful, by the way. But he, he, I think I'm just gonna make a quick note here. Raymond, size wise, I think we were concerned about. We are definitely not concerned about that. Bro no. is a starting high school. He looks like crazy. a starting high school quarterback right now, more so than some players. I'm gonna be honest with you. You know, there, there, there's some quarterbacks that are not where they should be, but. Brady has he's hit the weight room, man. He's 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 grown. He hit his growth spurt. So I, I like it. I like it. You know, but um just throwing that out there, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, but that's so basically is there anything all, else that we have to talk about before jumping into this? No, not too much. I do want to shout out his Twitter. Give him a follow uh if you haven't yet. But uh first off, 3.9 GPA, way to get it done in the classroom. Woo! Woo! Get it done, baby. You know, that's that's the biggest... God, there are some guys that just don't care enough about their grades. And then they wonder why nobody's offering them when they have a two-point GPA. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You and I just talked about this the other day. You and I know specifically uh, one player um, that I was trying to not mash my head through my desk over. But anyways... Yeah, um, this is really good, you know. Um, plus, I mean, he's a good kid, great leader. You know, that's at least what I've heard and whatnot. Um, I mean, you're not going to have to worry about him off the field, which is good because there are definitely some players that, you know, you kind of got to keep an eye on and uh, just make sure that they're, you know, not going to be an idiot. But no, nah, he's, he's, he's a good one. So here you go. Make sure you follow him. Let's bring up his film here. So. Like I said, we did break down his film last year. And then going into this year, we saw a lot. And I mean like a lot of, uh, well, not a lot of games, but we saw a lot of improvement. And we went to like two or three games. And honestly, in those two or three games, I pretty much saw what I needed. One of those was a championship game and was a really good one where he threw the game-winning touchdown. I believe it's at the end of this highlight reel. Is this highlight reel the same as this one? It is. As it's the one on his YouTube? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I was looking through that. I just wanted to make I'm just going to use Huddle, I guess. Yeah, that works. Um, so I, I saw what I needed to see. But at the end of his highlight reel is his game-winning touchdown to win the championship against Parker, against the Parker Hawks. 
So yeah. But, Cody, are you ready to react to this film? We'll do all our grades and stuff here in a minute. But let's react to this thing. Are you ready? Yeah, let's get after it. Three, two, one, click. Zero. <laughs> no. Why not? You might have just screwed us. The way the ball comes nice. out of his hand is like, there's, Jesus, way to get it. There. Oh my gosh, that one on the sideline. Yeah. It like, it, it like almost pops out of his hand now. Also, I, okay, we got some. <laughs> Let's go. Yo, are we behind Cody? How come you did react to that? To, to the run? Yeah. It's just it was a nice run. I don't, I don't he, know. He dropped somebody. He's he's athletic, man. Business as usual here in the vodka place. He could have led. His release is a little more. diagonal, but nothing too crazy. Okay. Yep. Yep. Jeez. Later into the end zone. He's that was shifty. sweet weaving right there. Yeah. Oh, did you? Did oh, you see that? Yes. Great throw. But he definitely his it looked like he sidearmed it just a little bit here again yeah. here as well. He can get a little diagonal or sideways from time to time. Hmm. All right, this one. Oh wow, no, that's a great throw. Holy cow! Back shoulder. That's Oof. a deep throw too, dude. He's he's a varsity level quarterback. Like yeah, yeah, that, like, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what the QB room is going to look like at Creek. Of course, that impacts it, but he is. I got I mean, some. Look intel. at the variety of routes that he's throwing too. I mean, obviously, a lot of these deep routes are just open because they have great athletes, and he has a lot of time in the pocket. But I oh, saw in his games that he's willing to take hits and deliver strikes as well. Oh yeah, you look at I this. Mean? He's rolling out. Yep. There was nobody shedding open. tackles. Oh my <laughs> lord. Nice. That was a good throw. Oh, that was a sweet throw over the linebacker too. Yep. Cody, hold up. I think we're where are you at time wise? I think you're behind me. Okay, pause. Pause your video. Yeah. Where are you at? I'm at two eleven. Two twelve. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Three, two, one. <laughs> I don't. Know, it just. It sounded like we were saying different things. I don't know why. Never mind. My bad. Bro. <laughs> I think that we're just a little off. We're going to blame it on the weather today. For some reason, it was 85 yesterday. and it's oh. oh, my gosh. Is that the one? Yep, that's the one. Oh, my that was Lord. Huge, bro. Here, let's go back and watch, watch that. Uh, is it 220? So it starts at two, like, um, 220. 220, yep. Okay. That's a tough throw. Like, I have it paused at 223. <sighs> there are defenders over here. You know, they know that the out is a throw he can make. And I'm going to take Jeez, some time man. to address this, actually. Brady can make, like, anytime we're talking about young quarterbacks and, you know, routes to work on to develop your game, we usually talk about, like, hey, how is your, um, how are your comeback routes? How are your, how are your out routes? You know, like, things that require, like, arm power and timing as well. And time and time again, He's making these throws, right? Um, it's not even a, like, bad coverage. It doesn't even, like, yeah. But he also makes it look easy, too, you know? Like, he doesn't have to put everything he has into this. 
And Simon, I don't know if you have this as well, but there's one that's just a Brady Vodka eighth grade championship where it's just everything from this game. Yeah. And you know, I mean, look, look uh, first off in the AYL, the NFC is the highest tier. Um, I'm pretty sure it goes NFC, AFC, CFC, uh, unless, unless I I'm think it changed here. a little but, bit, Cody. Okay, well, forget me as a boomer, but also <laughs> NFC. Okay. I'm I'm still almost positive NFC is the highest tier mm-hmm. um, for these teams. At least that's how it sounded like when we were watching these games late at Heritage, and when you guys obviously made it over to Arapahoe. But uh, look, I know it's middle school. I know it's middle school. Okay, you some some of you might be ready to roll your eyes, but he's performing in you know for the scale a big game. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's not to say that, you know, he's going to do this in a state championship, he but could. it's it's nice to see, oh, right? Yeah. So this is something that we can be happy about and we could maybe put, not I'm not putting the house on it, you know what I mean, as far as investing, but it is good to see this and, you know, good to see in general. Pardon my dog time once again. I'm I'm going to... Ahem, my voice at them real quick while this ad loads. Don't start with that one. <laughs> well, I already started it. But, yeah. Hey, no, Brady, man. I was impressed. That was a heck of a throw to make at the end. And it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like they weren't getting pressure on him. Or, you know, like this game was just so out of it. Like, Parker played them extremely close. That's a heck of a squad. And we're going to talk about some of those players here in the next coming weeks. Because I believe... um believe most of them are going to Legend High School, but that's a heck of a squad right there, you know. This is probably not the last time you've seen that squad, and so, you know, this was a very back-and-forth game. Like, Brady was getting pressure, you know, they were they were getting hits on him, you know, they're getting some solid hits every now and then, like, you know, they were doing their thing. This was an absolute battle, you know. Everyone who was here at this game, and here at the first game, too, when they first played them, like, they knew that these two teams would battle, and that's what they did, and so, I I mean, I could only imagine Brady at this point was, he was tired, he was probably hurting a little bit, because he took some shots, you know, and at this point, I mean, he had to be extremely composed to lead this drive down with, like, less than a minute or two minutes left, and then go ahead and throw this game-winning touchdown, you know, and not run it, because they're keying in on him running it, too, if felt like at times and so this was this was the type of play that you love to see out of a quarterback when we talk about maturity when we talk about that stuff composure like some things that we may not be able to grade right away like this was it you know this was a good spot to uh to kind of just be at and evaluate him you know because we knew what kind of player he was before but seeing him play live is is different easily you know i think i told his pops that too all right, Cody, I'm about to play this 8th grade championship highlight. It's about a minute. Now I'm uh go through and uh, grade him, too. You're, you're about a minute. Okay. Well, no also, countdown. Three, We're just going to click play. Two, one, play. <laughs> I, I counted down. I think we're on the same page. Yeah, I waited. We're there. This was a heck of a little a bit off the back foot, out. but that's a great throw, yeah. I mean, like I said, they're getting pressure. That's Nate Helms and the squad getting pressure on him. Which, by the way, being able to shrug off either of these edge rushers is insane strength. Yeah, because they were, they were putting in work. Dot! Oh, my kid. Okay, okay, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. 
Go back to 24 seconds. This throw... I'm going to go back a little bit more. ...is right where it needs to be. If you pause it at, like, 25, it's this in route in the middle of the field, just inside of this linebacker, but past this linebacker, and also underneath the uh, this corner and what I think is a safety here. This is an insane throw. And you watch this from the beginning, and it's not directly open first off great route here as this receiver you know uses his hands to cut you know underneath this corner here but this is like you know he has to make this decision before like if you look at his wind up at 24 he's throwing it as his receiver is making a cut okay so the anticipation of this route and then the ball placement is just like bruh holy oh my gosh I almost want to just curse out of bewilderment because this is this is a throw that you know seniors in high school like I don't know how many times we saw this throw looking for a top five quarterback is how I'm gonna put this this is yes. an insane throw oh my lord and it's in the only place where his receiver can make a play on it that is that is going to earn him a couple more points on my rubric. That is fine. <laughs> Uh-oh. Overreacting Cody, maybe. <laughs> no, you're fine, bro. Everyone's everyone's favorite. Um, okay. I think I'm done here. Okay. Um, I'm going to hit play from 25 oh, seconds yeah. again. Let me do that. Three, two, one. And then I probably just need to watch through his film one more time. Sure. I am pretty he confident with where he's at. Such an elite scrambler. Oh, yeah. I'm confident with where he's at. We also graded uh, DJ Bordell as well, who's he's, the only he's other... He's right next to DJ for me. Uh, um, I, like, grade-wise. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, same. They're, they're not the same player, no, but they can do obviously. a lot of the same things very well. And, I mean, they're both they're both already to scale <laughs> size-wise. Oh, my God. Um, okay, I'm going to jump back to his regular highlights to maybe watch uh, some of these more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for here, Simon? Uh, some of these things that are a little bit easier to overlook. Oh, we're going to exit out of Huddle and we're going to watch it on YouTube because it's already loaded. Huddle, your ads make me sad. <laughs> That's the end of that sentence. What a dot. Oh. Did not click play. Yeah, I'm pretty... Pretty sold right now. What was that, Simon? I just said I'm pretty sold right now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty confident in this. Relatively confident. It's it's still middle school, so you know. Yeah, that's okay. <sighs> Sidearms. He yeah, I don't I don't know what's up with that, but he I, definitely. I, just, I don't think that was like really a thing last year. No, well, see, even right here, I just watch him though. It's like it's like he's sidearming almost. 
like a lot of these throws. I know he could like I don't know. That's just kind of a picky thing, but it definitely yeah, it's puts being nitpicky. It puts it pressure on the elbow though. It. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's just something it, it to keep in It takes a lot out mind. of like your hips too. Yeah. To, to use to throw. Oh gosh. Great throw yeah. on the run. Yeah. I mean it works. <laughs> like he but like dang, bro. It's It could be a li- it could be cleaned up, you know. Like, bro could still sling it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Now now that I'm actually paying attention to it, it's an interesting thing right here. Like, he kind of comes from the side when, he, when he's throwing it instead of over the top. Which is, I mean, like, every quarterback has a different throwing motion, you know? Yeah. There's not going to be, like, a perfect... Well, on the middle school level, there's probably not going to be a perfect throwing motion. Okay, I think I'm pretty much set here. I might I might tweak some of these as we go. As but, we go. Yeah, because yeah. that's what the conversation's all about. And I, this is one reason why I love our stream so much. And thank you guys who do watch us. But it re- this is what happens behind the scenes, right? So if you guys ever have questions on what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? And obviously, you know, when we do our top five list, that's why there's two people on the episode, right? Because we have conversations and talk through stuff versus our, you know, initial film breakdowns where it's, you know, one person, the grades may vary a little bit more versus we can average it out significantly more in this case. So. Um, without further ado, Simon, you mind if I, uh, kick us off here with the, uh, power and accuracy things, categories? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. (laughs) Okay, so, I mean, look, um, he's that guy, all right? Uh, his arm power and his arm accuracy, I rated them both at an 8.9. He, I was thinking of putting him at a 9, honestly. Uh, just because he can push it down the field so effortlessly. And, you know, his ball placement, not only in the short game and on the outsides is, you know, way advanced for his age, but his intermediate accuracy, which is the easiest place to find problems in a quarterback's game accuracy-wise. Like, look, if they have a big arm, they could probably put it, you know, they could put it in places where the receivers can make plays down the field, right? Or, you know, if they're a smart quarterback, they can usually dice you up, you know, in that quick game, you know, quick slants, drags, quick outs, stuff like that, and be accurate in that sense. But when you have to float it over linebackers, underneath safeties, inside of linebackers, past slot corners, and like, in this league against these teams, they have cornerbacks in the slot who they do trust, right? They have athletes, and he's still able to make these throws and make these plays on the boundaries in the middle of the field. And, you know, down the field as well. And that's why his accuracy and power reign so high. is Because I don't think that there's a throw that he can't make um, on the field, you know, for for his age. And even looking ahead, I mean, uh, I think that at probably like 80% of high schools on the 5A level, he could start as, as a freshman. Is this where I chime in? <laughs> yeah, I guess I should have tossed it to you, but uh, 
I like the silence transition as well, where <laughs> I just welcome. drop the mic. Well, even, even though we're only through two categories out of ten. No, I know. Let me go ahead and throw in timing on throws. We we were pretty close, seven point three, seven point four. Um, but with arm power, arm accuracy, I mean, I think I was just point one below you. Gave him an eight point eight with arm power. Basically, an eight point eight with arm accuracy. Timing on throws, I think there are times where he absolutely puts it on the money. And then there are times where it's behind. Like, I think this is a throw where the, he has to stop. Yep, just a little bit here. And so, and I noticed this on some, like, wide open throws, especially down deep. And that's just really interesting to me, you know. And so timing could be a little bit more consistent. Uh, I'm not concerned about him not, like, just, like, not knowing how to time anything, you know. Because obviously... He has shown flashes of throwing excellent timing routes, but I'm probably a little bit more concerned about him as, you know, as a young player, just not being consistent uh, with this timing at times, you know. Um, now, I know he can make some of these throws, but I just need, I need to see consistency. You know, if you want to start, especially for a team like Cherry Creek, that's the difference between, between you and somebody else starting, you know. The little things like this, like timing, like whether you're throwing it on time or if it's behind, you know. You can't throw it. Be, like, you're going to have elite athletes who are just better than other athletes around Colorado. And so you got to put it on the money. You know, you got to trust that they're going to get there. If they don't get to their spot, well, then that's kind of that's kind of on them. But also, you got to know, you know, your matchups as well. And so, timing could definitely be improved. I say it like it's horrible, but we gave him a 7.3 and 7.4, which is above average for high schoolers. So, well, it's, it's yeah. because his timing on, like, these these out routes and these intermediate routes are are really good. It's literally just the timing on the deep throws. And the reason why it yeah. takes a dip for me and probably for you too is because we know he has the arm strength to make these throws, right? So, and we've seen him put it in a place where only the receiver can catch it downfield. So we know the accuracy and the power are there. So what happens on these plays where it's not there? It's a timing thing. It's almost like a process of elimination. That's at least how I looked at it. And I yeah. I assume you're kind of on the same wavelength. No, absolutely. You know, I look, he has the ability to make every throw you ask him to. You know, in that last championship game, he was making a lot of these throws with great timing, great velocity. You know, he, he played like an elite quarterback. I'm going to be honest with you, high school quarterback in that last game. And then you have some games where, you know, ball is a little bit behind, you know, it, it doesn't quite get there. Like, you know, it's, it's just, it's just a little erratic at times. And obviously when you have a young quarterback, that's expected. So like, all right, you know, you kind of, you, you hope that he works that out as he gets older as a quarterback. And usually they do, you know, even compared to last year, his timing's definitely better because last year I feel, I felt like there were more throws that were a little like, you know, so, so there you go. But, um, yeah, uh, let's talk overall mechanics and fluidity. If you look at his lower body, I like his lower body work for the most part. Like, great footwork, solid base, you know, pretty consistent with that. I don't know. It's just this throwing motion where he kind of, like, like brings it to the side here. It's it's interesting, you know. I think it could be a little bit smoother, you know, because he's definitely putting a bit of pressure when he's throwing it. Here, I'm trying to angle my arm, but I don't think I can. When he's kind of... I don't know. I give up uh, showing the viewers. But when he's kind of trying to throw it uh, from the side almost. 
which is not like, you know, like some quarterbacks like sidearm it, you know, to fit into certain angles, but it's like every throw, you know? And so it could be a little bit smoother, you know? It could definitely be a little bit smoother. It's not horrible. There are some guys that have a horrible hitch and like, like he doesn't have a hitch or anything. He just kind of brings it up weird, you know? And so that could definitely be improved a little bit more here. Um, I think some of that might be just like force of habit from when he had to kind of overcompensate uh, when he wasn't as strong. But now he is, you know, and so uh, it, it's the little things, right? You want to make sure your mechanics are obviously, you know, smooth, um, not just for you and, you know, to get the ball out, but, you know, so that it doesn't have as much wear and tear because just the way he's throwing it, it's a little, it's a little taxing on the arm over time. You know, I'm just going to be honest there. And so that's probably a later issue, if I'm being honest with you. But if it's going to be a later issue, you might as well start working on it now. Cody, what do you think about that before we keep moving on here? Keep it going here. I mean, look, I graded his mechanic slash fluidity at a 5.9. That sidearm is... Bruh. Like, it's just, like you said, once you see it once... Then Don't you like can't that. unsee it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it gets there. It gets the job done. But it's one of those things where it's like, what would you rather throw with? Your 180 pounds or like however much, you know, pressure this elbow can do. And honestly, like when you're this good of a prospect, you're going to want to fix that. Because, I mean, if you're throwing with your elbow all the time and this is like way, way long term, but it's going to take some years off your arm. And, uh, you know, I mean, look at, I, I don't know if he also plays baseball, but I mean, baseball players need like elbow surgery all the freaking time. Um, especially like pitchers who throw sidearm and stuff like that. So it's definitely a habit that you want to, uh, get rid of sooner rather than later. And I mean, plus you, like you could tell that from his base, like he knows how to engage his hips and legs and stuff. So you know, just do that more often and plant your feet more often. But, you know, things that he does do mechanically well, his footwork is still phenomenal. I mean, the, just his step back is really, really good. And, um, you know, it's uh, like he he can throw off his back foot from time to time, which also takes a dip on his mechanics slash fluidity. And that combined with throwing with your elbow is just going to like, I don't know, think of how much arm power is waiting in the rest of your body. Um, and being able to utilize that for tighter windows and deeper passes. And maybe even like fixing these mechanical things can help with that timing as well. So. Hey, real quick. Do you know what, what his mechanics kind of remind me of just a little bit here? Uh, it reminds me of Sam Ellinger just a little bit. You know what I mean? UT guy here. Well, do you, you've seen Sam Ellinger play. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Just a little bit. Um, Playing style, too. I mean, play play relatively similar as well. I think Ellinger's a little bit... Uh, he's asked say to this? run more Ellinger, that is. Um, yeah, well, I was just going to say Ellinger's just a lot more bulky and not as smooth as Brady when he runs. Like, yeah. he looks like a freaking run, like power, like Peyton Hillis out there, you know, at running back. Which is not, it's not the greatest compliment in the world, but yeah. Well, I can see it mechanically. Yeah, yeah. 
just a little bit. But anyways, I mean, let's let's keep it going here. Uh, let's knock out a couple of these in a row here. Uh, decision making, scramble ability, throw on the run. I mean, basically, we're within like four, like point four points of each other for the rest of these categories here, Cody. I mean, decision making gave him an eight. Cody, you gave him a seven point nine. I think. On the next level, it's equivalent to a three-star. I'm comfortable saying that. He has shown me, like, watching the games I did, especially the playoffs, he has shown me that he could make the right decisions. Watching him play, he didn't make, like, like he didn't ever look like he was out of control or that, like, he was forcing too. it. Yeah, he took his dump offs, you know. big time in decision-making for a young quarterback. Yeah. He's not trying to force something that's just not there. Yeah, no, he was he was patient. You know, he was, I was very impressed with his patience in the games that I watched, which really bumped up this for me. Uh, because, honestly, when it comes to middle schoolers, I'm always kind of iffy when it comes to decision-making, especially when they're at quarterback because it's a different system. Uh, especially Colorado, like, they have this deal where they, like, run the simplest, like, literally the simplest plays possible on the middle school level when really, you know, they've been running it since, like, you know, they're in the second grade, first grade. You know, and so that's the Colorado's a little notorious for that on the level, but for him to be on the Cherry Creek in the Cherry Creek system, run that system, and you know, see him run it in person on his way to a championship and not be over ambitious, that was a big plus. You know, I'm very comfortable with him starting for a lot of teams here in the state of Colorado. So I think an eight is pretty solid here. You gave him a seven point nine, that's basically the same point uh same thing. Uh scramble ability, I gave him an eight point four. You gave him an eight point five. Look, I'm not. I I don't want to say sneaky, but you know when when you think about he's an athlete. Yeah, when you think about quarterbacks like Brady, like like bro could run, like on the next level. He could probably if they ask him. I don't know if they will or not, but he could probably rip off a solid fifty yards rushing yards a game. You know, he's smooth with it. Like like he he's elusive. You know he. Oh my god. When he gets into open space, like low strides, those long strides, like he gets into his form. He has a nice little running form there. You know, I, I that's something I will say about Brady. Like he's somebody that arguably you could almost call him a dual you could probably call him a dual threat. I don't think like I think I don't know. I wouldn't call him a field general because like when I when I'm going through quarterbacks in my mind, I'm like Joe Burrow, like he could kinda run, but he doesn't like, I think Brady is probably a little bit of a smoother and, like, a better runner. Like, Brady is somebody that could definitely get out there and, like, like threaten you on the ground. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I think that the upside of his running ability, especially at Greek, where we've seen something like this before, is on a level that, you know, could be comparable to Christian Hammond, even, and what he was able to accomplish uh, as a couple of years starter for Creek. And, you know, the fact that, He's somebody who, you know, wasn't a run-first kind of guy, but you wouldn't want him to be in the open field on a rollout. Oh, gosh, all heck would break loose. And somebody who could also run a read option as well. So um, it's definitely a part of his game and his utility belt to be uh, super athletic and make some plays and just be, like you said, a very smooth runner. And one who has a pretty good top-end speed, mind you, uh, at the quarterback position. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you got to take him seriously as a runner. If you don't, then he's going to get one on you. And you can't, that's that, you, you don't want that to happen. You know, he's, he's ability, he's, or what I'm, what am I trying to say? He has the ability to make some big time plays on you on the ground. 
just as well as he can throwing it, uh, honestly. So, there you go. That's why I got 8.584. Throw on the run, I gave him a 7.4. Cody wasn't too off with a 7. Uh, th- he was able to throw some very nice balls on the run. You know, there are some really good throws that I was very impressed with on the run. I think uh, for this rating to get to go up, I'd like to see timing improve while on the run. You know, I know that's hard and whatnot, but that's, I mean, if you want to get to the next level, I think that's really something I'd like to see because when he's throwing on the run, the ball obviously gets there. And, you know, the, the de- or not defender, the receiver is able to make the play. But, you know, it might be a little high or a little late, you know. It'll get there, but you just kind of, you got to adjust to it, right? And so, obviously, I mean, as a quarterback, you control what you can. So, you know, continue to work on that. I'd like to see that accuracy and timing go up when he's on the run. But other than that, he has a very good raw ability to do that, though. So, there you go. Um, And then the last one, or last two I want to talk about before I ask what you think here, Cody. Um, Pocket awareness, pocket movement. You and I were very similar here. I gave him an 8 for pocket movement. You gave him a... Hold up. You gave him a 7.7. For pocket, or sorry, pocket awareness, I gave him an eight. You gave him a seven point seven for pocket awareness. For pocket movement, uh, I was a seven. You gave him a six point eight. I think he definitely senses the pressure. He does a good job sensing the pressure. Now, the thing that I kind of notice him doing a lot is that he definitely fades back, fades back, like a lot. And part of it is because he is confident in his ability to just make a guy miss, throw somebody off of him, because he is kind of a big quarterback, so he's strong enough to, like, throw a middle schooler, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and do all that. So he'll, like, keep the you keep the play alive for as long as possible, but he is backing up and up and up. And I'd like to see him, like, you know, on the next level, there's going to be better athletes. You're, he's probably going to get away with some of these plays every now and then because I think that's how good of an athlete he is. But, you know, you don't want a second and 20. Second and 20 are almost drive killers, you know, unless you make a fantastic play or a couple fantastic plays in a row. And so, you know, I'd, I'd like to see him continue to climb the pocket, man. You know, if you see rushers, especially edge rushers, coming from the outside, take a step in that pocket because you know that Cherry Creek line's going to have your back and then go ahead and deliver your strike from there. Don't fade backwards and then try to give him a little move or throw out a stiff arm or spin out of, like, you know, like, be be efficient here, you know. Um, like I said, on this level, he's athletic enough to get away. Even on the next level, he's going to get away with a couple of those, too. But, you know, this is just an efficiency thing. Uh, so, yeah. But, Cody, what do you think about those categories here? I feel like we kind of align pretty well there. And then you could kind of close this one up if you want as well. Yeah, I'll go ahead and talk about these and then bring us home, so... Uh, they're on the run ability. The only reason I have a graded on a seven is because he does throw off his back foot and fade backwards. I kind of included that because throwing on the run is also being smart in how you do it. And, you know, he can roll out and he can throw on the run uh, fairly well. And he does make some big throws on the run. But also, you can't be running backwards and making throws off your back foot. That's a horrible habit. And that's why, you know, his pocket movement is at a 6.8 for me is because he fades backwards so much. If he wasn't able to escape the pocket so well and like split out to his right and left, this would be at like a four something. So, you know, kudos to his ability to be able to break out of the pocket. You know, that's part of movement and his footwork being able to allow him to kind of escape some really bad situations. But man, you've got to stop fading back. Fading backwards and sidearm is like literally the two things that when I was coaching, 
I was fighting like tooth and nail to get my quarterback stuff doing. So it's like a little bit of a trigger for me um, to, to see it uh, here on Brady here. And so, um, you know, I think that pocket awareness wise, he does a pretty good job of sensing the pressure. There are a couple times where he kind of like waits too long to adjust to the pressure. And so that's why I have his pocket awareness at a 7.7. It's not that he can't sense it. It's that he fails to acknowledge it for maybe a little too long. And, uh, you know, that in turn maybe impacts his pocket movement as well. Um, so all these categories, I have it graded just a little bit lower because I'm like, come on, man. Like, you know, you're a really smart quarterback. You're capable of making all these plays. Why are these still habits a year after pointing them out? It's kind of where I'm at and why this grade comes off a little bit harsher because it's something that we've pointed out before and it's something that has snuck back into, you know, not only this highlight reel, but just into play in general. And then, you know, overall frame size, six foot one, 180 pounds. I'm at an 8.5, me at an 8.2. I have them graded basically in line with uh, Kritza and Bordeaux. Um, I have them rated just a little bit lower than DJ because he's just like an inch or two shorter. Um, but overall, my frame grade is consistent. And uh, Simon and I, we're within, we are literally one point of difference here. Overall, my final grade being a 77.2. Simon's final grade being a 78.2. That is in line with quarterbacks um, that we've broken down here. Uh, with his best strengths, just being his arm is fantastic. And he can run like crazy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but uh, other than that, definitely, I think that the mechanics, fixing the mechanics is going to be the easiest way to swing into the 80s for me, because I think that that's going to adjust a lot of things. I mean, throwing off your back foot is like a mechanics and fluidity thing, and it, you know, um, can fix a lot of these things. And then obviously, getting rid of that constant sidearm is going to be dramatic. I mean, literally, if you scrap those two things, you're probably looking at a player in the mid to high 80s overall, grade-wise. Uh, so, I mean, is that a, is that a bold thing to say here or, you know, is, is it really, are those two things that big of a focus that can really transform Brady into a three-star level recruit? Well, if he maintains the other categories on the high school level, mind you. Right. Obviously. Uh, in my opinion, I don't think just working on your mechanics is going to get you to that eight point. Honestly, you could have that same throwing motion for the rest of high school. And if it works out, then whatever, you know, it works out just, you know, it's probably going to be a little bit of wear and tear. So make sure, you know, you're taking, you know, you're taking the precautions you need to as a quarterback, because it's an, it's an important position, you know, and make sure you're resting it. I said, like, do what you got to do, you know? Um, and so like, it could stay here, and I wouldn't even be like, I, like I'm not gonna give him a lower grade if it doesn't improve uh, going into next year. It's gonna stay at a six, and I'll live with it, you know. And I'd probably live with it all the way into college, and then maybe even the pros if that's in the books, you know. So, so that's just kind of where I'm at there. I think the other things I'm looking at, uh, decision making, you know, uh, something I mentioned last year's that I'd like to see him can, you know, continue to develop and start looking off some DBs. I saw some of that in game you know i was very impressed with it i like it you know now i want to see it on the next level 
How's it going to translate on the next level? And in practice is probably where you're going to get some of your best reps because you got some cover dudes who are not going to be fooled uh, by you staring somebody down or even by you knowing where, like, they're going to know where you want to go and they're going to they're gonna harass you on that. You know, I'm thinking of guys like Aiden Napke, standout freshman safety from last year, you know, obviously was a starter for a reason. He's going to test you, you know, in practice. Uh, Angelo Petritus, probably the best cover linebacker in the entire state. You know, he's going to test you. On top of that, you have a whole D1 pass rush in your face. So, or D1 bound pass rush in your face. And so, he's going to have to get smart. Like, he's going to have to continue to get smarter as a quarterback. I like where he's at now, though. I think I look at quarterbacks around the state and whatnot. And when it comes to IQ and running his system well and, you know, just doing some of the little things right. He is probably number one, in my opinion. He does a very good job of doing a lot of these little things right and running a system, being patient, playing the quarterback position well. I think for his age, he's a very mature quarterback. Would you agree, Cody? Absolutely. And part of that is because he has a lot of experience. He's been playing since he was like five or six, quarterback, that is. So... It reflects, you know, his hard work reflects uh, in his game. But, you know, just because you have that experience doesn't mean you need to stop working. If anything, that's just the, that's the floor. You know, winning that 8th grade championship, winning the AYL, obviously it's a fantastic league with a bunch of great players. That's the floor. You know, if you treat that as the floor, then your ceilings are going to be amazing. You know, and so I think that's the kind of mindset I'd like to see Brady going into this next season, you know, just because I, I, I'm very confident in his ability to go into a game and not just like, you know, not just like, like maintain the pace and like be a game manager, but he's gonna, he's gonna show you some things in game as well. You know, I think he's probably a starter for, for at least 70% at least 70% of Colorado high school teams right now, if he was to start as a freshman, maybe 60%. Um, or wait a second. Yeah, maybe 60%, you know. Um, I That's that's how confident I am uh, in his ability, you know, and part of that is because of just how great this Cherry Creek uh, coaching staff uh, has, uh, has prepared him throughout these last couple of years, you know. Now... Going into next or going into high school, period. Let's go ahead and talk outlook here, Cody. Uh, Let me tell you what I know right now. So right now, I believe it's Christian Hammond, right? The younger brother? Yes. You should. Are you sure? The starting quarterback for Cherry Creek last year, um, he's a Hammond, you know, and so you know that they're great hoopers. He is probably going to focus on hoops. I think that's basically confirmed at this point. I mean, he won a state championship as a quarterback. That's great. But he is kind of like a high-level, like, you know, basketball prospect. He He's had some offers. I know TCU offered him, uh, so that's Washington pretty big. Washington State as well. Washington State. Like, he's getting Power 5 offers, so he's going to focus on basketball. Uh, best of luck to him. The quarterback spot is wide open. Marte Russell, I believe, was his backup. He probably wouldn't mind playing quarterback, but I think he is pretty locked in at linebacker and he does have an offer or two at linebacker right now. And so as of right now, this quarterback position has opened up a lot sooner than uh, either you or me anticipated last year, Cody. A year ago, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And so the competition, there's a couple of players over there. You know, I think the one that I am most familiar, maybe not most familiar with, but the one that I know well is Aurelio Marchiol. That's Nico Marchiol. I'm probably saying your last name wrong. I'm sorry. But that's Nico Marchiol's uh, cousin. And Nico, if you remember him, played for Regis Jesuit before moving to Hamilton uh, out in Arizona. And now he's a quarterback over at West Virginia. And so his cousin, you know, he's a pretty solid quarterback. They, I, I need to look at, um, not Nico's film, at Aurelio's film here a little bit more here. Because I feel like him and Brady are very, very similar quarterbacks. But Aurelio is obviously older. And I think he will be an incoming junior. Aurelio, that is, so he'll have two years. And so, assuming assuming he wins the starting position, then, you know, he plays for two years, and then Brady will still have two years to play, you know. But if Brady wins the position, which, let's be honest, you know, a Cherry Creek, they're going to play the best player there. Then, you know, you have a solid four years. I think he will probably have a solid opportunity to compete, at least, or show at least what he has. You know, and that might lead to competition. Um, but other than that, I don't know when he's going to start or play. And it's not because of his ability or whatever. You know, I know he knows the system. That's great. I'm more interested in seeing how Aurelio turns out because he's a nice little, he looks like a nice little quarterback as well. So, yeah. Cody, what do you think about what I just said there? Um, plus just outlook stuff in general. I think that it all checks out. I don't disagree with any of it. I will say, regardless of, you know, say say Brady doesn't push for this quarterback job necessarily as a freshman for that varsity spot. Um, first off, I mean, Creek loves to operate in years of two. I mean, if you look at their quarterback history, I mean, that was their plan, you could probably say, with Christian Hammond, uh, following Julian Hammond, you know, that two years Hammond, two years Hammond. And, uh, you know, if Christian does turn his focus completely to basketball, um, as, you know, we're somewhat expecting then you know they have another quarterback who's becoming a junior potentially who could give you another two years right um everybody wants to be the quarterback for creek okay uh so you know there's plenty of guys to compete against but i will say you know if brady doesn't win the spot outright as the number one win the number two spot just like we were talking about with noah moss dude you're gonna get chances to play on varsity if you ball out and put your and get suited up to travel right that's the first step you have to be suited up to travel and so even if you don't win that number one spot don't be bitter like get that number two spot or you know get that number three spot and still get snaps and opportunities to throw touchdowns in varsity games because the opportunities will be there i mean i haven't looked in depth at the cherry creek schedule but i feel like there's going to be opportunities here um to to get some games in I'm going to sneak. Cody's up a about bit to here. call out some programs. Relax. Okay. I mean, they, they have a pretty tough schedule this year. Um, uh -huh. I have no idea how good this St. Edward team is in Ohio, but if you can get snaps against out of state competition, that's fine. But uh, there's going to be opportunities to play. Um, I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, we'll save the preview for, for the preview. Um, but, uh, you know, there's going to be opportunities to play at some point. Or, you know, injuries freaking happen. So you just got to be ready no matter what and uh, be a good team player, uh, whether you're first or second or third, and uh, do your work. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, his time will come. Whether it's now or later or whatever, I look, I know there are a lot of quarterbacks in Colorado especially, um, or at least it feels like around now, that are kind of, you know, they're getting those nods and they're starting as freshmen. You know, you obviously have Beckham Kritza, you have Alex Birch, you had Heidel when he was here with uh, Ponderosa. Um, DJ Bordeaux, I think, will probably start for Thunder Ridge going on into this next year. Probably, we'll see. Um, and, and more. You know, you have all these quarterbacks that are probably starting right now, but if I'm Brady, like, don't sweat it, dude. You're playing for Cherry Creek. You're going to win a championship as Cherry Creek's starter. Or at the very least, you're going to get a chance to win a championship as Cherry Creek's starter, you know. And so be patient with it, man. Be the best quarterback you could be. You know, be the best quarterback you could be. Be ready at all times, you know. Don't. Don't get caught lacking, uh, especially on some of these mental days, man. I mean, because at the end of the day, you know, all those um, mental, you know, breaks or physical breaks, all the stuff that, you know, nobody's seeing yet, you know, all that stuff comes out whenever you get a shot to start or to play out of nowhere, you know, all that stuff that, you know, nobody is seeing is going to be shown when you get your opportunity and that opportunity is going to come like, I mean, look, like uh, we said, Cherry Creek is very good at getting all their guys playing time. You know, even if it's a little bit, you know, they did the same thing with Marte with their quarterbacks this year. You know, like they, they do a good job of getting their guys in there, you know. And so you got to take advantage of those opportunities. And I think the biggest thing is just to stay ready. Don't get caught lacking during the football season. And I mean, really in the off season, you shouldn't get caught lacking either, you know, but that's just how this thing is going to go. You know, he's worked hard. He's gotten to this point. I think he could be somebody that, honestly, after a full year of starting, he could garner a couple D1 offers right off the bat. You know, after his full year of starting. I am pretty confident in saying that. Um, and if not, then he'll, he'll get in his next year, and I'm not even tripping over that. Uh, but he's a, he's a very good quarterback, smart kid, good kid too, you know, real nice, um, great GPA as well. Uh, shout out to Brad as well, his pops. You know, very, very nice family um, and um, great supporters of the podcast. But, you know, really looking forward to see what the future holds for both Brady and Noah here, man. I mean, they played together these last two years. I believe they won the championship these last two years. You know, their championship days aren't behind them. If, Like I said, if they treat those days as the floor, then their ceiling is going to be wild. You know, after every championship, you should treat it as the floor. Maybe not as the floor, but you should still, you know, appreciate it. But mentality-wise, if you treat it as the floor, then you'll be alright. So, yeah, and that's what they've been doing. Cody, yep. is there anything else you want to say here before uh, we close it up? Quit throwing it off your back foot. Um, <laughs> no, I just kidding. Well, I don't okay, mind that kidding. as much. I, I am a, <laughs> I am a throwing off the back foot hater. So, um, if you get it there, then it's fine. But oh, you're right; it's not a good habit. Um, <laughs> as as someone who's seen, I mean, you've seen it too, where quarterbacks they get into that habit, and then like their their bad game is a really bad game, as in like. Throw off your the back of your foot interception. Throw off the back of your foot interception. That's what the floor. That's what the pit. I should say. That's not even floor. That's what the pit of throwing off your back foot looks like. Um, but honestly, I'm not too worried about it. Brady's got a good support system, uh, both with the coaching staff and you know 
obviously with his family and everything. But, uh, you know, I just want to thank both these players for being, you know, obviously good athletes, but also very polite, mannered, humble young men and uh, even better students than than athletes, both on uh, Noah and Brady's sense. Work hard, get those grades up. And, you know, all of these Creek guys who we've interviewed in the past and, you know, anybody from a championship team say it's all about who you hang out with and what your collective goals are. And so as to, you know, key pieces of a, you know, eighth grade championship team, you need to carry that. Like that doesn't mean anything now that you're in high school. Right. And you guys need to let your other teammates that are coming up with, you know, that, and you need to be composed and, you know, uh, I mean, there is a Cherry Creek culture for sure. And it's a winning culture and you got to adopt those attitudes and habits and lifestyle. And uh, if you do all that, you will play college football. That's just how it is. I mean, yeah. even the the Creek guys <laughs> who aren't putting up monster numbers play college football. Okay. Oh, yeah. So. I mean, hey, this whole D line, shout out to drivers again. This whole D line is basically going D1. So that don't see that every day, but that's amazing, you know? And so, I mean, look, it's this Cherry Creek uh, coaching staff, big ups to them. They're easily probably the best. They, they're the best coaching staff in the state. One of the best in the country for sure. That's just facts, you know? Um, and honestly, I'm excited. I remember I'm going to throw this out there one last time because here's the thing, you know, you could put up stats, you know, you could win some homecoming games here and there, but at the end of the day, you want to win that state championship. That is what should matter. And I remember interviewing uh, Chase Penry, James Walker, and, you know, they talked about being in Brady and Noah's position all the way back then in middle school. They won their championships in middle school, too, before uh, two-peating, I believe. You know, and so they, you know, they, they know what they talk, they're talking about. Those are some great dudes. You know, check out that interview if you haven't yet. But, you know, they just talked about, you know, supporting each other and helping each other get better, being a good teammate, you know, having the same goal. And having the same goal means being on the same page, both mentally and physically, when a football season is happening, you know, keeping each other accountable as well as yourself. And so, you know, that's the culture at Creek. I'm going to be real. It's a lot to live up to. But if there's a duo that could do it, it's probably this one. And I think that's a good, that's a good that's, spot. That's to a end good one at. to end on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Do you want me? I'll do the ending here. I know you've been doing it the last couple of times we recorded. Thank you so much for rocking with us. This full live stream will be on our YouTube channel probably by tomorrow. Um, I kind of want to, I want to watch the Mavericks game. So that's why it's not going to be up tonight, but the full live stream <laughs> will be on YouTube on our YouTube channel tomorrow at playmakers corner. Uh, check out our link tree for that. Follow us there. Follow us here on Twitch. You know, we'll be going live every now and then I know, uh, next week, you know, we we're hoping to go live, um, a couple of times. So we'll, we'll see about that, you know, and, um, and then on our YouTube channel, just in case you miss the live stream, it'll always be there. You know, uh, also this whole thing. When we do our live streams, we upload the audio to, like, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that great stuff. And so, like, if you just want to listen to us in podcast form, which is fine, 
you know, <laughs> if you don't want to see us and whatnot, you just want to listen to us in podcast form, that works. You know, this will pretty much always be uploaded uh, to Anchor, which will then distribute it to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you can listen to podcasts there. Uh, it won't have, you know, the visuals, but you can still listen to everything. We don't edit it either. And so just keep that in mind, just partly because it's easier for us. Even if. Even if we end up muted for like 15 minutes, we don't edit it. Not me, but you know, if you <laughs> end up muted. I don't know who we're talking about, but you know. <laughs> But hey, uh, Jarvis, appreciate that, man. You have a good night as well. Uh, appreciate your support as always, my man. But uh, yeah, uh, follow us, you know, on social media. <sighs> Spotify, Apple Podcasts, leave us a good uh, review there. And uh, yeah, I mean, these next couple weeks, just to give out the plan here real quick. I think Mondays and Wednesdays, we're going to be doing film breakdowns and we're going to be talking pretty much exclusively class of 26. I know Cody has some seniors. Shout out to RJ Holiday. Bro, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been a really long time. Monday, Monday, Monday. It'll come out on Monday, you know, and so th- that will be the last senior one. And then from here on out, it's class of 26, baby. We're looking to the future. We're talking incoming freshmen. And then after that in the summer, we're going to be previewing like programs and this upcoming 2022 season, as in looking at their schedule, predicting, you know, the records, all that great stuff. That'll be on uh, these live streams as well. But, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Cody, anything else to add on before we say goodnight to these uh, great people? Uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, catch you on the flip. Appreciate y'all. We'll catch y'all later. <laughs>